You're listening to Spark Hustle Flow, the podcast that teaches money pros to launch, grow, and yes, even scale your virtual financial service business. And I'm your host, Kimberly Stevenson. Let's dive in and get started. Hey there, welcome to episode 21 of the Spark Hustle Flow podcast. Let me ask you something. Do you struggle to achieve the goals you set for your business and in your personal life? You ever wonder why? When you constantly miss out on hitting your goals, your confidence and self-esteem can really take a hit. Maybe you start to think that you're not meant to be successful or there's something that you're doing wrong. Maybe you think that you're too ambitious and that this is the universe's way of proving that to you. Well, I'm here to tell you that that's not how it works. You're not too ambitious. You're not too hungry. But you just might have some blocks that are working against you. And on this week's episode, my guest, Certified Authentic Leadership Coach Chantel Holly and I, we're talking about goal achievement and mindset for solopreneurs. I've known Chantel personally for more than 15 years, and we don't just support each other in business. We're long-term friends and neighbors. We've traveled together, we've laughed with each other, and we've challenged each other. We each started our businesses around the same time, and she's actually the person who introduced me to the very first virtual coaching program I ever joined. So this interview is pretty special to me because Chantel is more than just some podcast guest application that happened to hit my inbox. I've seen her work. I've watched her help her clients go from stuck to unstoppable. I've experienced her coaching for myself. And this lady right here, she's the real deal. In this episode, you'll hear us talk about things like how limiting beliefs stop us from achieving the things we want out of life and how she helps her clients overcome their mindset issues. We also talk about how to avoid the traps that social media can set for us. And finally, how to ensure that we achieve the goals and dreams we have for ourselves and our businesses. So let's go talk to Chantel about how to grow your business by setting better goals. Hey, Chantel. Hi, Kim. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. How are you today? I am doing great. Thank you so much for agreeing to chat with me today. I really appreciate you being here. Oh, my God. I'm so happy to be here. I'm ecstatic. (laughs) I know. We've been trying to do this forever. So it is awesome that we finally were able to get our schedules to align. Yes. Awesome. So, Chantel, you're the growth coach. Mm -hmm. Tell me a little bit more about that. How do you help your clients? I help clients identify where their self-limiting beliefs are, right? I help professional women overcome self-limiting beliefs so that they can live a financially independent life doing what they love to do, doing exactly what they love to do. Yeah. I love that. So when you say self-limiting beliefs, can you help us understand a little bit more about what that is? What does that mean? Yeah, that's the language that we tell ourselves, right? Before I became 
a life coach, I used to say, nobody wanted to hear from me. Nobody wants to hear what I have to say, right? Those were self-limiting beliefs, right? That I imposed on myself. I told myself a story and I lived that story out every single day as I hid behind fear, right? It was all about the fear. So I hid behind that fear with those self-limiting beliefs. So it's basically a self-limiting belief is the story that you're telling yourself. Okay. And that story is typically not true, right? The story is lies, lies, girl, <laughs> lies, right? It's lies. It's, it's it. something okay. that we just don't know. We just we just hide behind things, and that's it. It's typically a lie. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. And so you said that you work with professional women, and are most of your clients are they working in industry or are they entrepreneurs? Tell me kind of what what their status is. Uh, most of my clients are entrepreneurs or are tr- wanting to start a business. They're at a crossroad in their life. They're thinking about leaving corporate America, starting their own business. They may be dealing with an issue where they need cl- help with clarity, right? Help flushing out their goals. So that most of my clients are definitely an entrepreneur or wanting to begin a business. Okay. And I know that the topic of this episode is how... Uh, to set better goals for your business. And we're definitely going to jump into that. But before we do, I really just wanted to kind of create the foundation or lay the foundation uh, to some of that uh, before we get into the meat and and potatoes of of goal setting. So um, we almost always hear so much about our mindset and Mm -hmm. like you said, taking care or getting rid of or overcoming those limiting beliefs that uh, we all endure. I endure them myself. I know that um, that I, it slowed me down in business for a number of years. So can you share with us what's your philosophy, so to speak, around creating the right atmosphere or, or mindset when it comes to starting your business? We believe, we become what we believe, Kim. Um, If we can't see it for ourselves, we cannot attain it. And I believe that a lot, when you think about mindset, you think about how do you see yourself? Who are you becoming? Who do you desire to become? Because if you can't readily see that vision for yourselves, it's hard to get there. It's very hard to get there. So mindset is basically about what you believe, At the end of the day, it doesn't have to be because I know how to do it from A to Z. It's all, it all starts with what you think about yourself. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I love that. And so when we talk about what we think about ourselves, what are some of the biggest, I guess, limiting beliefs or those lies that you tend to see in women who are thinking about starting a business? or who are, have already started a business and maybe uh, dealing with some challenges or things, what are some of the things that, that we tell ourselves? I'm not smart enough. Um, I'm not pretty enough, right? Because social media has us blinded by all the glitz and the glam, right? So we do a lot of scrolling and we do a lot of comparing. And then we get in our head, wait a minute, Oh, she's doing that. I can't do it like that. I don't have enough money. That's another one. The it goes to the lack. What what we think we lack, right? When we have everything right now that we need, right? 
I always teach my clients how to do it at their level. We grow and our clients grow along with us. So whatever level you're at, there's somebody you can serve at that level. But you're looking at somebody who has 22 years of experience and you're two years in, in right? So you, you haven't even seen all that they went through to get to that 22 year, but you want to start at the 22 year mark. <laughs> and, we, and you don't even realize that that's what you're comparing yourself to. It's an apples to oranges type of situation. And it's, it's only causing you that much angst and stress and stopping you or paralyzing you uh, to, to where you, you know, not be able to get to where you're trying to get to, right? Right. Absolutely. Um, I think I've heard that referred to as comparisonitis or when you were saying I'm not smart enough. Um, I think that that, you know, we we ask ourselves or I, I'll, I'll use myself as an example. You know, I, I would ask myself all the time, who am I to do this? Like, am I ready to do this? Or I can't do this like he can or she yep. can or whatever. And I would think to myself, when these, you know, when these folks really find out <laughs> mm-hmm. what I really am, they're, mm-hmm. you know, they're going to be shocked or whatever. And so it's like, who am I to think? that um, I'm really supposed to be doing this. That's all the mindset kind of trash and stuff that I've dealt with. And I yes. know that that's what you help your clients and you've helped you know, me and our relationship um, you know, throughout the years, you've helped me overcome those things. And, and that's why I wanted to have the growth coach on this Aww, episode, you guys, you. <laughs> because you've been so much help to me. So yeah, um, I definitely... I definitely can see how it's a problem. I know working with my clients who are mainly bookkeepers um, and they really want to grow multiple six-figure businesses, it's hard for them to even envision the possibility of that. Like Mm -hmm. bookkeepers traditionally don't make a ton of money in corporate. And so it's hard for them to see that. And so when we start talking about building this lifestyle, building, you know, this business at a particular level, that's the first, a lot of times that's the first question that they ask me is, is that even possible? I can't, how can I do that? And, mm-hmm. and we take them through that process, obviously, but it's, it, you have to deal with a lot of that mindset. You're right. Yeah. So something I know about you personally is that you are a journaler. I know that was something that you and I talked about years and years and years ago about mm-hmm. how journaling has really helped you overcome some of the mindset blocks and the obstacles in your way. Um, I know that it helps you in dealing with those, you know, those issues. I technically haven't been as successful (laughs) with (laughs) journaling, um, but I did start a practice this year, which I'll share with you, um, you guys about, but what tips before I do that, what tips can you share with us about your journaling practice and, and share with the audience about how it has really helped you deal with some of the things that, um, that you face and even how you help your clients. With yeah, there's two easy ways to start that I always share. And one is um, gratitude journaling. Like every day, just write five things you're grateful for. That gets you in the habit of writing, right? And then you turn around and you say, just do a brain dump. Like, what are you thinking about for like five minutes? Just write down everything you're thinking about before you go to bed. Because most times when it comes to journaling, I think people don't journal for the lack of, they don't believe they have anything to write about. So they don't journal, right? So it's like, nah, I don't really have anything to say. 
But every day, find five things to be grateful for. Write those things down. And then as you develop more into that, begin doing brain dumps. And it also helps you sleep better doing a brain dump at night, writing down all the things that you're thinking about. Because most times when we lie down, we're thinking about what it is that we didn't get done for the day or what do we have to do tomorrow? Mm -hmm. So if you write those things down, you don't wake up in the middle of the night thinking about them. So that's a great way to start. Um, And also finding a place to write. Um, If you get in the habit of finding a space just for journaling, you tend to go to that space to write, not in your bed, but just in that space to write. And that helps as well create that habit. I love that. Yeah, I, um, I know that you're a pen and paper type of person. Mm-hmm. And I am too, I, I have all of these planners. You guys can't see this. Um, Chantel and I actually can see each other on video. You guys can't see it, unfortunately, but I have all of these planners that I've started and all of these journals that I've started and I'll get maybe, you know, a third of the way through and then I'm ready for another one. Um, and I never really quote unquote, like fill it up or finish it. And so mm-hmm. what I did this year was, I downloaded an app. One of my business coaches actually, you know, recommended it for me, but I downloaded this app called the day one app and it's a journaling app. And what I love about the app, there's a free and a paid version, obviously. Um, But what I love about the app is it gives you these prompts every day. So like you said, you people don't journal because they don't know what to Mm -hmm. talk about or what to write about. Um, and the day one app gives you these journal, these random journaling prompts, mm-hmm. and it just helps you develop that habit. And so um, it's been really helpful for me. It's on my phone, so I don't have to worry about having to lug around my journal. If I, you know, feel like if I have 10 minutes or something around lunchtime, I'm waiting for an appointment or something, I can just type it into my phone and it's always saved. And, um, and that has really helped me get better, you know, establish the habit of journaling this year. And so, yeah, yeah, I love it. I love it. Okay. I definitely want to jump into goal setting because that's the whole point of us talking. Okay. But before we do that, can we take a quick break and do a quick game of this or that? Sure. All right. No thought. Okay. First thing that comes to your mind. Okay. All right. All right, and this is, you guys, this is called the summer edition of this or that, because I know this episode is going to go live really like in the middle of the summer. So I thought it would be fun if we did the summer edition. So three, two, one, let's go. Flights or road trips? Flights. Mexico or the Caribbean? Mexico. Poolside or beachside? Beachside. Okay. Sundresses or shorts? Sundress is always. Cocktails or smoothies? Girl cocktails. <laughs> jet skis or parasailing? Lord, if I had to pick one, I would say jet skis, but I, okay. for me, neither. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Flip flops or strappy sandals? Flip flops. Okay. And ice cream or popsicles? Popsicles. Okay. That's it. That was. That was fun and easy. That was fun. That was fun. <laughs> this or that, the summer edition. I always try to do these uh, rapid fire this or that um, segments during our episodes because I think it really gives a little bit of insight into our guests um, on a non-business level, right? And I, I mm-hmm. think it can be fun sometimes. So, yeah. and I really love 
you know, doing a particular like theme or edition. So uh, I'll have to keep doing this. So, all right, you want to talk some goal setting? Yes. All right. When it comes to goal setting, especially for your business, what is the most important thing that you want us to think about or to remember when we're starting this process? Always have a timeline, have a time frame. always have a time frame. Um, life happens, right? And I think that when you're thinking about business and you're thinking about goals, it's always when, right? And it's not because you have to stick to that date, but you need a date in mind where you want to execute on something. So I would say a timeline. So have a timeline. Okay. And what is your, what is your goal setting process? What does it look like? It's written down, always written down. Okay. It's always starting with the end in mind, right? Where is it that I'm trying to go uh, with this? Let's just say for one of my events, I've already written down the end game for my 2022 retreat, right? So now I'm backing it up. So you start with the end. How many people do you want? Where is it going to be? You know, itinerary, right? And then you back it up, right? What do I have to do each month to get there? Because mm-hmm. I think um, we try to bite the whole elephant when we need to just start. And I think I that's that. why we don't start. Just start and start okay. at the end. So if to, to swing this around to our particular listeners uh, mm-hmm. who are like money pros, right? Okay. So if I'm setting goals for my particular business, if I'm starting with the end in mind and thinking about the, I guess, the overall vision of, you know, what I'd like to see. I'm looking at things, I'd probably be looking at things like, where do I want to see myself in business by this particular date? What do I want my business to look like? What level of revenue or sales do I expect to have by that particular point in time? And then to add on, to layer on what you just said, then I need to back into that. Am I understanding that correctly? That's absolutely correct. So, but now how much do you want to see in revenue per month? Mm -hmm. per week, Mm -hmm. every day, right? Because now we're backing it up. Month, week, day. How much should I be making? Now, what do I have to do to make uh, $400 a day? What do I have to do? Mm -hmm. How many products do I need? Or what product am I selling or service am I providing that's going to get me to my $400 a day? Okay. Okay. So I started with the vision, the overall vision, I backed into it. And now I'm starting to think about how do I actually execute on right. to, to get me that. And, and that execution or implementation is more so on a daily basis. On a daily basis. To get me to where I, go, I need to go. Okay. Yeah. I love that. That you don't get that. overwhelmed with, oh, I need this by the end of the year. No, I need this every day. That's a small tangible step, right? And another okay. piece that should definitely be in there, who's holding me accountable? That's a very big piece. Who's holding mm-hmm. me accountable to, mm-hmm. to make sure that I'm not getting sidetracked, to make okay. sure that I'm meeting my goal every week, every month, right? I don't want to get nine months in to realize, wait a minute, I'm 50,000 away from my goal, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm mm-hmm. checking in with my accountability partner at least every month to say, this is what I've done. This is what I need to do. Can I hold myself accountable? No, because you'll let yourself slide. 
you'll let yourself slide. Okay. <laughs> you'll let yourself okay. slide. So you need someone. It doesn't have to be like a best friend or anything. You just need someone who's responsible, who's definitely going to check in on you to say, hey, Kim, this was the goal that you set. Today is the day we said we were going to meet. Where are you on your money goal? Okay. Is your plan working? Do you need to pivot? Okay, good. We're good there. Okay. We meet again on July 31st. Gotcha. Okay. So how frequently should I meet with my accountability partner? Bi-weekly or at least once a month. Once a month or bi-weekly. Okay. Mm -hmm. At a minimum. Gotcha. Okay. That's, that's good to know. So when I'm developing my, my goal and the strategy to achieve those goals, is it better to have more detail or less detail? I would say less, especially for a person like Kimberly, guys, because Kimberly <laughs> is a perfectionist. So if you are her listener, you might be a perfectionist too. So you might have 15 notebooks too, right? And you have all this detail and no action. So now we're four, we're, we're, we're six months into the year literally, right? Realistically. And you haven't taken action because you're still right. perfecting it. Done is better than perfect. Launch, do, right? And then figure it out along the way. So I would yeah. definitely say less detail. Okay. And that's why I asked the question because I know that that's my challenge that <laughs> I have to have every T cross, every I dotted before yes. I, you know, tend to want to start something. And yeah. Um, and it does, it, it, it can literally paralyze you. And so yes. that's why I asked the question, yes. um, you know, how much detail is too much detail, yeah. right? Um, I, I think that that's awesome. I think that that's awesome. And so a few minutes ago, we talked about comparing ourselves to other people, especially on social media, right? Mm -hmm. And what I find oftentimes with the clients that I work with is, we want to use where someone else is or where we think they are as the starting point or, or what we're trying to accomplish. And that's what we want to set as our, as our goal, right? right? And so we're looking on Instagram, we're seeing what we, we, we don't admit is that that's really just the highlight reel. It's not all of the, you know, back end exactly. craziness that's ha happening, but that's what we, you know, we see someone who says that they're making a million dollars in their business and we want to set this same goal. I want to make a million dollars in my business. It's like random. Like, where did that come from? Right. And so let's talk about that a little bit. How do we not do that? Like, how do we not use someone else's current state, state or status as where how we start our how we set our own personal goals let's make five thousand dollars first let's make five thousand mm -hmm. let's be realistic right mm -hmm. smart goals specific measurable attainable realistic and timely let's, let's do that realistic. again let's, let's yes, talk about specific that again. smart goals so specific be very specific in how much you want to make be be um have some way to measure it make it mm -hmm. attainable realistic and time-based. So if you want to make a million dollars and you haven't made $5,000, let's reel it back in. Let's be realistic and be smart about your own goals. And again, mm -hmm. that goes back to what we were talking about. They could have been in business for 10 years. You're just starting out. Let's start mm -hmm. at your level, right? Let's start at your level. 
Because what we tend to forget, people don't start up high. There's somebody at the ground level that needs you. That person that's making a million dollars, it's about 8 billion people in the world, right? Mm -hmm. Somebody needs your service. They can't service all those people. So who's servicing the other people? Who's servicing the people that need the $200 package? Mm-hmm. Who's servicing mm-hmm. those people, right? So right. let's start at your level and then work your way up to say, I want to clear $5,000 a month. I want to clear 10 once you make the five. Okay, now I want to clear 10. We don't want to hop straight up to 50000 a month mm-hmm. if we're not bringing in the revenue, right? Right, because that person who made that person who made a million, who makes a million dollars had to make a dollar first. First, right. Right, that, right. that bookkeeper with, you know, a hundred clients had to have that first client that, you know, the number one client first. I always say I use the power of one. Every day I come for one person. If I could touch one person every day, you do the math on how many I have changed since 2016, okay? Mm-hmm. It's always in the power of one because there's someone out there looking for you. There's someone out there looking for you. That one person can change. Not only do you change their lives, but they can change your life. That one client that you're looking for to work with can tell five other people about you. And now you have six clients. Those six people tell five people, right? So it just multiplies, but it's the power of one. And it's like when you think about marketing and we talk about how when you're trying to talk to everybody, you're really not talking to anyone, right? And so the power of one, if we just focus on the next client, that's it, right? If we focus on the first client, if we focus on the first discovery call, if we focus on the next step in the process and take one step at a time, we will get to where it is that we're trying to go. Because when we're only focused on the big picture, yeah, you know, again, it's like, how much momentum are we really able to create when we don't come outside of the big vision and talk about the steps and the milestones that that's we right. need to, you know, create to get there, yeah. right? Yeah. I think that's good stuff. It's like a baby, right? It's like a baby. A baby doesn't go from just laying down flat on their back to standing up walking. The baby goes mm-hmm. to sitting up. The baby goes to crawling. The baby goes to staggering. The baby goes to walking. The baby goes to running. Let's use those same steps in business, right? Absolutely. The business is flat. Then we sit up in the business. Okay, now we're showing up. And then we stand up in the business. Now we're clearing revenue, right? Now we're walking in the business. We're meeting our targets. Then we're running. We're off and running. We're building a team. Exactly. So that's where the change happens. Exactly. So one step I at a time. My, my kids are going to be so mad at me that I shared this, but I'm going to tell you when you use the baby analogy, it automatically made me think of one of my, one of my sons who, when he started crawling, he crawled backwards. Right? <laughs> it was the weirdest thing. He just, he crawled backwards before he crawled forward. But mm-hmm. I mean, now he's jumping out of airplanes. Hello, and, exactly. And, and doing it. So, you know, uh, and he's 24 years old at this point. So, you know, look at where he is today, but yeah. he started crawling backwards when right. he ever walked. So, um, you know, hopefully he won't be too mad at me, but it's mm-hmm. okay. And um, it's, I'm it's so eerie. Well. I just want to say this is so eerie and they can't see us. But when I just talked about the power of one and now I'm looking behind your head and I see the one. The one. That's yeah, crazy. the one thing. That so one thing. Guys, 
I have this book called The One Thing. Focus on the one thing. Wow. One thing. And interesting. I love that. I love that book, actually. And I'll put, I'll actually make sure that we link to the book in the show notes. It's called The One Thing, and it helps you focus on one thing. But I I just definitely believe in uh, how the universe sends us signals. There you go. There you go. Wow. So let me ask you this. What if, you know, I set these big goals or set these goals and I say to myself, like you use the um, you use the example of your event and you've already started planning that out for 2022. I know your event is already scheduled to happen in 2022, but what if you have set a goal, a revenue goal to hit and you hit it early? Like I, I, I just had a, you know, blockbuster year, never thought it would happen. I hit my goals early. What do I do? You track, you track how you hit your goal early and you set a higher goal. Now you, now you can set a higher revenue goal. Okay. You, you hit your goal early. Okay. So now let's bump it up. You go back and you track. Like if you hit it by 15,000, okay. How did you do that? Now you just set a goal that's more realistic now and you just bump it up. Okay. And then just replicate that process all over again. Do the same thing if you can. And then I asked that, that was a leading question. So what happens when I get to the end of my year and I miss my goal, right? Like whether it's by 50% or mm-hmm. whether it's by a lot, okay. like what do I do then? How do I stay motivated if okay. I have missed my goal? If you've missed your goal, the first thing I would say is show yourself some grace, right? And if you miss your goal, start again, go back and figure out how you missed your goal. Do you have something? Do you have a service that may not be working for your market? Are you targeting the correct people, right? Go Mm -hmm. back and reevaluate your niche. Who are you targeting? How are you serving them? Um, Go back and look through your surveys, reevaluate your client. Are you giving them what they, what you promised? right? Mm-hmm. Are you delivering mm-hmm. to your one, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So it's several things that you could do. And as you're showing yourself some grace, now, what else can you implement to make up for some of that revenue? What product okay. could you create? What product could you create? Okay. So think, be creative. Be creative. Right? Mm-hmm. And, and think outside the box. I love yep. that. Um, because it's so important to maintain um, our, that level of motivation, you know, not to, to not get demotivated and just want to quit altogether. Mm-hmm. And I also think it's important, like you were saying, when you break down your goals, you, you break them down by month and break them down by week. And then you break them down by day. It's mm-hmm. important not to wait until it's too late. That's and, right. And, and wake Put up your one accountability. more time my goal. Exactly. Right. That right? accountability okay. partner will have pointed that out. And what I will say too, about that, be, not being motivated, on that piece, dig deeper into why. Why are you doing what you're doing? Your why it matters will always motivate you. It will always inspire you to go to the next level. And it has to be something bigger than, oh, I'm doing this for my family. Why? Go deeper. Why are you doing this for your family? Oh, I want to retire my mom. Okay, now you're going deep. But just surface level, oh, I'm doing this for my kids. That's not going to get you mm-hmm. up in the morning and make you mm-hmm. get your head off the pillow when you didn't reach your goal. If I want to retire my mom, I'm, I'm going hard. <laughs> I, I heard this, um, this 
recommendation years ago, but when you're talking about or thinking about your why and going deep, it's always good to ask yourself why seven times. So yep. if you start with, I'm doing this for my family. Why? Why? Mm-hmm. I want to retire my mother. Why? Why? Mm-hmm. And keep going seven levels deep. Yep. And that's when you'll really find the true, meaning. like the, the real core yeah. that's gonna wake you of up what it is you that up. you're doing. Yes. I love that. Oh my yep. gosh, that was powerful right there. That's going to get and you up. In an awesome way to yeah. close out this yeah. episode. That was incredible. So I know the growth coach has something amazing for our listeners. Can you tell us about what you have as a, as a free gift or um, yeah. a way that we can work with you? Yeah, for sure. You can go to ChantelHolly.com and I will have a freebie there for you. It is going to be a mini clarity workbook to help you gain clarity in your business. Okay, awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, so a, a workbook that it, it, it'll take us through different, I'm assuming different questions and exercises and things like that to help yep. us really get clear exercises. on those goals. Okay. Yep. Awesome. Awesome. All right. So you guys, if you want to get your hands on that, make sure that you go to the show notes. We will definitely include the link to the clarity workbook that Chantel, the growth coach <laughs> is making available for us. I think that that is absolutely incredible. And your website, tell me that again. ChantelHolly.com, C-H-A-U-N-T-E-L-E-H-O-L-L-E-Y.com. Awesome. And we will definitely link to your website in the show notes as well. Now, where can we find you on social media? At The Growth Coach, all over social media. Okay. And I, listen, I, your Instagram page is the first thing I look at every morning. When it comes to inspiration and motivation, um, I know that that is going to give me the pick me up that I need uh, to, you know, get through my day. So I totally appreciate the Thank work you. that you're doing. Um, I love uh, how you serve your clients. I love seeing, you know, the the successes that your clients are having. And I just absolutely love that you said that you would spend some time with me today. Thank you for asking me. I'm honored to be here. Uh, much to continue success on all that you're doing in your business. Thank you so much. Okay, you guys, that's it for today. You know, I always hate to sign off, but we have to at some point in time. Make sure that you check the show notes for all of the links of everything that we talked about. We will make sure we put the link to the book. We will make sure we put the link to Chantel's free offer for you guys um, and how you can reach out to her. And we will see you on on the next episode. As always, remember, be proactive, be productive, be profitable. And you guys have a great rest of your week. Bye for now. Hey guys, thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Spark Hustle Flow podcast. If you enjoyed the show, make sure to subscribe, rate, and leave a positive review on Apple Podcasts. This helps other money pros just like you find the show and learn too. And if you want to hear more from me, follow Spark Hustle Flow across all social media channels and subscribe to my newsletter at sparkhustleflow.com backslash newsletter to get regular updates on what's happening in my world, weekly business development tips, and personal lessons I'm learning that can help you too. Again, that's sparkhustleflow.com backslash newsletter. That's it for this week. Remember, as always, be proactive, be productive, 
and be profitable. See you next week.